Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. I have spent many years not just doing podcasts, I have spent many years doing radio uh, shows uh, and indeed spent quite a deal of time working in music radio. One of my favourite songs uh, to play on the radio was the song Atomic by Blondie. So as soon as I saw a movie was coming out called Atomic Blonde starring Charlize Theron, I thought I would actually have uh, a bit of a look at the soundtrack to see if it includes the song Atomic by Blondie. Alas, it doesn't, but it does have a rocking soundtrack. A rocking soundtrack does not always make a good movie. Alex, first, tell us about Atomic Blonde. Ah, Charlize Theron. I very much like her as a leading lady. She's somebody who can helm a movie, and the moment she's in it, I want to go along and see it because she does such a good job. Remember, she was in the recent Mad Max movie, and Mm -hmm. she did a great job opposite Tom Hardy there. This is stylish. It's violent, and, yeah, pulsating soundtrack, really, really strong. She's put through the ringer, her character, as the Berlin Wall comes down. It's a spy thriller based upon a graphic novel series called The Coldest City. And that was written by Anthony Johnson, illustrated by Sam Hart. Now, it's directed by David Leach, who was responsible for another violent movie called John Wick. Did you see that? Uh my wife was actually, believe it or not, watching that just the other day. Uh, we were on a, on a plane from uh, the centre of Australia to, to Sydney and it was on the inflate entertainment system. There you go, with Keanu Reeves. So that was David Leach. So director of both that and now Atomic Blonde. So it's 1989 in Germany, on the eve of the Berlin Wall's dismantling. A realignment as well, of course, of superpower alliances. Now, if on an average day in the spy game, it's difficult to know who to trust... It's totally impossible amidst this powder keg that is the coldest of cities. And Charlize Theron's character, Lorraine Broughton, is this steely, seductive, top-level agent for MI6. And she's been dispatched to Germany to take down a ruthless espionage ring that's just killed an allied undercover agent. Reasons unknown. She is targeted for elimination just minutes after she arrives she survives and is obliged to cooperate with the reckless Berlin station chief, played by James McAvoy. Again, MI6 station chief. Now, casting a wary eye on these two agents are an MI6 investigator, played by Toby Jones, and high-ranking CIA operative, played by John Goodman. And they've this John Goodman, by the way, his character, he's been dispatched from the United States to monitor this mission by Charlize Theron. Hasn't John Goodman's career changed over the years? Yeah, it has, but I I very much like him. I I, I think he he brings some gravitas to the roles that he he portrays, and there's no exception here. He doesn't have a lot to do, but what he does, he does well in this particular movie. She, Charlize Theron, also finds herself tailed by a French intelligence agent played by Sophia Batella. And 
she takes a personal interest in her and that intensifies that personal relationship. Now, all of these operatives and more surrounding them are trying to evade a threat that jeopardises the West's entire intelligence operation. And that happens to be a list of the identities, the personal details of all Western agents operating in Berlin. You can imagine how dangerous that is if it falls into the wrong hands. It's one compiled by an East German Stasi intelligence officer. There are places you visit and places you behold, full of natural wonders that beckon with the promise of a feeling you haven't felt in a long time. A feeling you're in the right place, immersed in a moment you never want to end. It's here in West Virginia, from lush rolling hills to quiet streams and unexpected adventures. A place full of mystery and endless fascination. A place that's almost heaven. Find your version of heaven at wvtourism.com. Movies First, reviews, previews and more with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Theron proves yet again how reliable and accomplished she is in helming a movie because all the events gravitate around her character. She's put under the microscope after the Berlin job goes horribly pear-shaped. The story unfolds because she's quizzed by her superiors as she relates in flashback what went down. Double-crossing is the name of the game here, Chris. British, French, Russian intelligence is at play. Story, while it's mighty convoluted, I found it downright confusing at times. Suffice to say, it's the choreographed set action pieces that really make this movie what it is. And Theron's Broughton could actually give Keanu Reeves' John Wick a run for his money. I mean, and you can see the pedigree of the director all over this one. James McAvoy, well, he thrives in his badass role as this Berlin-based operative. That plus the thumb-your-nose-at-authority playbook and, of course, the seriously good high-octane soundtrack. And, yes, we've seen this kind of thing before, but the graphic novel series upon which it's based lends itself to this kind of treatment. I reckon it's one for the adrenaline junkies, for the thrill-seekers. Naturally, there is a twist in the tale. And I'm pleased to be able to say, if you stick with this movie, Atomic Blonde, even the plot does come together before the final credits. So it still is quite a long sit. I mean, it, it runs for... 115 minutes mm. and yeah it felt it felt that long to me to be honest so look it's a i liked it i didn't love it are we going to get more of the atomic blonde series you say it comes from a graphic graphic novel i assume uh, yeah. that there are others so are we are we about to have, have a whole atomic blonde universe if i was the if i was the producers of the movie i'd wait to see how it goes before committing is what i'd say but, yeah, I mean, there's certainly more in it if it does well at the box office. OK, well, we're still awaiting any box office figures from the US, but uh, at a $30 million price tag, that's actually not a big dollar for, uh, for no, a movie these days. So maybe it's one of those ones that uh, will turn into something as years go by. Yeah, 7 out of 10 for Atomic Blonde. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family... And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. 
Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.